Hello and welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie and I'm on local lockdown so I really need anything at all to do. <laughs> and I'm Liv and I'm here because, dear listener, I know we haven't known each other very long but I really feel a spark here, you know, and I, I kind of want to see where this goes. <laughs> very Edward this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that's my fun Edward impression. Um, <laughs> he is a lot, he's, he's a lot so this much. chapter. Yeah, um, this is chapter six, blood type. <laughs> it is chapter six, blood type. And um, so you know how last chapter things happened? Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing happens this chapter. Yeah. Our whole last episode was called Stuff Actually Happens. And now we're back to like mm, teen monotony and Edward having so many thoughts. Mm. Which like we support, but like, oh my God, come on, do some stuff. Twilight was a quick paced book. <laughs> exactly. I think my issue is that so many of his thoughts are just the same thoughts. I know. You know? We get it, dude. You're a we monster and you're like, oh, stay away from me. Don't stay away from me. Come on. Let's, come on. Let's pick up the pace. Do something spicy. Have a weird spicy thought. Like, come on. <laughs> let's do a quick summary. And it will be a quick summary. There's not a lot to summarise, really. <laughs> Basically, we start off in the school again. He avoids Bella. Yeah. <laughs> he avoids Bella and then he just follows around in other people's thoughts. Basically, she's like the sun and he can't look directly at her or he'll die. I'll get into her thoughts properly, but all he yeah. notices basically is that she's clumsy, which everyone else has noticed from the start, but I've got some points to say on that one. I just, I can't believe that he didn't notice that she was clumsy. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> I know, that's her whole personality. <laughs> Uh, they have their, their lunch conversation yes. where he asks her to eat lunch with him. Yeah, but not in a normal way. He sits down and then it's like, come with me. Ew. No, he like beckons her over with his finger. Come with me, little girl. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> Uh, and then he's like, I'm gonna ditch biology, and then he goes, mm. I have more points about his car, but he's gonna, he goes and sits in his car, and Bella goes to biology, but sacre bleu, it's the mm. blood one, it's the blood, they test their blood yeah. types, and Bella faints, and Mike drags her outside looking like a corpse, Bless her heart. and then they go to the nurse, and then he makes, he makes himself drive yes, her home. to practice. She doesn't want to, but he's like, nope, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And she asks him to come to La Push, baby. La Push, but he does not. not. He cannot go to La Push, baby, La Push. And, uh... That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what happens in chapter six. <laughs> we'll, we'll, pick in, we'll pick into it more. First off, do you want to start with your favourite quote? Oh, yes, I do. So, let me find this. <laughs> My favourite quote mm. comes from Edward's absolute favourite person in the whole world. Is it Jessica? Mike Newton. Oh Mike, we love Mike. <laughs> it's Mike! <laughs> we love Mike. I spent a long time photoshopping Mike onto Princess Leia's body this morning, you did. so if you haven't followed us on TikTok, that's where yeah. that is, Midnight Fun Pod. <laughs> I'm gonna post it on our Instagram as well, so... Brilliant. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, post us on TikTok for our truly incredible animatics, to be honest. <laughs> so this comes from Mike. So context of this is that Edward has basically just like scooped Bella off the floor into mm-hmm. his arms and is walking away with her and Mike is very upset about that. At arm's length though. <laughs> He's like, but not close to my body, holding her, but only at the knees. <laughs> He's like, but not touching. <laughs> Leave room for Jesus. I'm like, God's sake, like, can't you just do the proper romantic hero thing and like press your chest against each other and notice how warm her skin is or something? Give me some yearning, let's go. <laughs> like, come on! Yes! Exactly! God. Anyway, so... He shuffled off to class, his thoughts full of ire. What does she see in that freak? Sure, he's rich, I guess, 
girl think he's hot? But I don't see that. Too, too perfect. I bet his dad experiments with plastic surgery on all of them, and that's why they're all white and pretty. It's not natural. He's sort of scary looking. Sometimes when he stares at me, I swear he's thinking about killing me. Free. And then Edward's like, he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, pretty is he? Mike? Pretty. Mike's got a crush. Mike's got a crush. Mike's got a crush. Mike's got a crush. He doesn't know how to express himself. You think you're mad about Bella? No. You're mad that she's getting attention and not you. My favourite quote was uh, Edward line that made my eyes roll fully into the back of my head. I had to put the book down for a bit because it's just... Good. I'll just read it to you. It's kind of long. Normal human girls wouldn't raise their faces to the drizzle in that way. Normal human girls usually wore makeup, even here in this wet place. No, <laughs> Bella never wore makeup, nor should she. The cosmetic industry made billions of dollars a year from women who were trying to attain skin like hers. <laughs> so annoying. Edward's so annoying. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Right. Okay. Deep breath time. Right. You cannot wear makeup if you want to. However, has he considered she's wearing waterproof mascara? It's just that, like, wear makeup or don't, who cares? And, like, sure, we can be critical of the, the industry and stuff, but that's not what Edward's doing. He's just being annoying and being like, she's not like other girls. Other girls wear makeup and Bella doesn't because she's so pretty. And it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure there is, like, a chapter where Bella talks about makeup that she puts on, like, in Twilight, but go off, kink. <laughs> so, listeners, obviously you can't see my face right now because this is a audio medium. I just need you to know that I have the grumpiest expression on. Like, real grumpy. Like, ooh. Because, okay, so first of all, totally okay if you don't want to wear makeup. Second of all, makeup doesn't actually run that quickly. Um, third of all, waterproof mascara exists, and fourth of all, saying it's okay that she doesn't wear makeup because she's got nice skin, not a frickin' compliment. It's not progressive to be like, but she doesn't need makeup because she's got nice skin. She doesn't even need it because she's so beautiful. Like, shush, shush. That's just not Edward. Also, right, I wear makeup a lot, and I've fully danced in the rain with my face up to the skies and all that stuff, you know? Like, it's fun. You can just do a nice fun thing. Also, she's going home after school. The girl doesn't care if her makeup's going to be smudgy. <laughs> I think also the thing is, is that I actually don't trust him because I truly believe that Edward will be one of those boys which is like, oh my god, I love girls when they go all natural and they're not wearing makeup and it's a picture of a girl wearing like intensely heavy winged eyeliner and like false lashes and everything. He's like, I'm so perceptive. But then like in this chapter, he doesn't notice that she's clumsy, which absolutely makes me scream because last chapter he was going on and on about how all these boys don't know who she is and don't notice things about her. Exactly. Bro, you didn't notice her dominant trait. Her, like, Bella's whole, like, main trait is that she's clumsy, mm -hmm. but he's too occupied mm -hmm. with her silent thoughts, i.e. Mm -hmm. he's too, like, occupied mm -hmm. projecting onto her his thoughts. Like, you're doing exactly what all these people are doing, except you are not looking at her at all. You're worse yeah. than Mike. <laughs> right. It's so annoying. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's just, like, that that kind of thing, like, oh, she's not, like, normal girls, blah, blah, blah. Okay, first of all, no one's, like, normal girls. True. Girls aren't a hive mind, <laughs> first of all. Secondly, 
and I just thought of this. So she might not be wearing makeup because her school might have rules against it. My school did. Um, when yeah. I was in high school, you weren't allowed to wear makeup. Ours is the same. I mean, they're an own clothes American school. I guess. I think it's mostly that Edward doesn't know what like non cakey foundation looks like. He's I just get the, the feeling that Fox doesn't have like a like um, a chemist or anything like that. So it's not like she can go top up her makeup shop that much. Well, she's just run out and she's waiting to go to Seattle to get that good, good mascara. I don't know. It's mostly a comment that she's not like the other girls. <laughs> In this chapter, Edward also briefly contemplates that Bella might be a vampire, which is very funny because his whole thing is like, oh my god, she smells yeah. so good, I want to eat her blood. And then she's like, blood smells of salt. And he's like, oh my god. Maybe she's not human after all. But she can't be a werewolf. She's like, I don't want to stand near this boy because he's mm. bleeding. Ugh, I can smell the rusty, like, blood smell. He's like, humans can't smell blood. And she's like, humans can yes, smell I can. <laughs> I'm like, bro, yes, you can. <laughs> I don't like blood. Um, I, it, it's not because of the smell. I don't no. like blood because the sight of blood um, makes me feel really sick. Like, I, like, it makes me feel woozy and I, I really don't like it. But I would still say blood definitely has a smell. Like, it, mm -hmm. most things have a smell. Most things have mm -hmm. a smell. For sure. Like, come on. Yeah. You're just not hyper aware of it. But if I was like, gee, it smells like someone might be bleeding out next to me, I'm sure I'd notice. <laughs> So gross. <laughs> it would just be me going, hur, hur. But there's another thing. <laughs> there's another thing in this chapter, and we'll get onto this whole uh -huh. scene in a second. But he says, uh, she brought a drink for her lunch and nothing else. Was that right? Didn't humans need more nutrition? I'd never paid much attention to a human diet before. Edward, you're a human for 17 Dude. years. Don't pretend. Like, I know it's been some time, but you know that people eat lunch. Like, his father is a doctor. He also just was a person. <laughs> He's been to medical school. Do humans need nutrition? Yeah, and he goes to school every day and sees people eating lunch. You know, that's why Emmett has his bag of yes. eggs so that he can blend oh in. Oh my god, I love Emmett his bag of <laughs> He's eggs. just so stupid. He's like, I've never paid attention. I've never paid any attention to what humans do. And it's like, dude, you know that people it's eat lunch. True. Bella's not eating lunch. And like, that's why she's faint. Stupid. <laughs> she's nervous. She's got a funny tummy, you know? It's fine. Maybe Bella has some undiagnosed problems. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she needs a little bit of care and attention. Maybe a counsellor. Yeah. But, like, I think that's the thing that does irritate me sometimes with Edward's thoughts, is that I get that they're trying to make him seem enigmatic and like, oh, he's just never paid attention to humans before Bella. But that line really irritated me because I'm like, no, no, no. This just, it goes beyond. Yeah. Like, I understand being like, I don't know, not understanding fashion and trends and things yeah. like that, because that's also discussed this chapter, is that Edward's like, I don't know what fashion is, I don't know how the kids are flirting these days. Yeah. That's fine, mm. I get that. But being like, do humans eat? Gee whiz. Oh god, she only got a lemonade for lunch. Do humans eat? Like, bro, yes, Edward, we normally do. We also drink several glasses of water a day. Well. <laughs> wow. You go and sit at your table every, every lunchtime and watch all the kids around you eat. And you'll pretend to shift mm -hmm. in your seat and pretend to eat. Ugh. Yeah. Sometimes I think Edward is doing this on purpose. Oh, he is. Like, He's an annoying boy. Like, on purpose. Just to irritate people. The absolute light in this chapter was before that bit where Alice was still like, when can I talk to her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we love. Thank mm -hmm. you, Alice, for saving the we scene. Got, yeah, the <laughs> sliver, the sliver of other Cullen interaction, which was Rosalie ignoring him and just being like, I hope your date fails. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> Emmett being like, oh, poor baby, he has gone insane. And Jasper just assuming he was going to eat Bella in front of everyone. 
Yeah, we said. That's normal. There was some good other, like, Cullen tidbits, which you know are my favourite bit, where they yes. just talk about them all falling in love, which was cute. Mm. This is when he was like, I don't know how courtship works. <laughs> yeah, so they rehash the Rosalie and Emmett thing. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just find it, because I thought it was so cute. In the first yeah. second that Emmett saw Rosalie, he saw a goddess whom he had worshipped without cease ever since. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. Very cute. That's adorable. And then they talk about Alice and Jasper, which is nice. Because um, we haven't had a lot of Alice and yeah, Jasper. Yeah, Alice and Jasper. We don't like Jasper, but like... We don't like him, but I like the description. Yeah, the just in the terms of their powers, that she's been seeing them being in love for centuries for the last 20 years. And then he meets her and is overcome with the yeah. emotion of all of that. And then they're like, cool, we're together now forever. That's cool vibes. Can you imagine being able to feel people's emotions and then you just meet this like tiny girl on the sand road and she's like, wow, I wondered when you'd arrive. And then you just smacked in the face with yeah. love. Oh, cool. Our centuries of love. Come on, Esme. Um, became less cute, this chapter for yeah, me. Yeah, they're cute at the beginning, but then it's like, uh, and then she was so in love with him and he grew to love her as well. <laughs> Yeah, also, she first met Carlisle when she was a kid. A kid? I thought she was just, like, a young woman, right? Okay, I'm sorry. If you say girl to describe a person in a chapter, I'm gonna assume you mean child. Oh. She'd met Carlisle as a girl, and drawn into his gentleness, wit, and otherworldly beauty, formed an attachment that haunted her for the rest of her human years. Oh, yeah. Life had not been kind to Esme. So it was not surprising that this golden memory of a good man had never been supplanted in her heart. Like... Does that not imply that it's, like, teen at least? Cool, my brain undid that. My brain was like, cool, when she was a girl, meaning, <laughs> like, 23. <laughs> yeah, I, we might have to, you know, it could be either way, they could be just using girl in the colloquial sense to mean a full-grown woman, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, I read it as they met when she was a kid, and then he flew away somewhere and then came back. Um, but basically, so Carlisle turns Esme. Mm-hmm. Esme wakes up and Carlisle's like, oh god, what have I done? Maybe she'll wish she was dead and she just sees him and is like, oh my god, it's that insanely handsome man from when I was a kid. <laughs> and he is mine now. And Carlisle's like, oh, hello. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I looked up the timeline because I wanted to make sure. <laughs> like, a couple of weeks ago, we got some Alan stuff wrong and I like pieced together what we were saying we did. so we didn't sound like dum dums. But basically, they met in 1911 oh. when Esme broke her leg falling off a tree. Um, and then they never forgot about oh. each other and then they re met after changing Edward in 1921. Um, okay, so 10 years. Yeah. So she was a te- 13? Yeah, I think so. Wait, Esme's old, right? Esme's like in her... Esme's the oldest Esme's one, not... She? Can you please not refer to someone who's probably in their 30s as old? No, I mean in the context of like their life now. Like she's the oldest of the colours, right? Say, yeah, but she can't be that old, right? Because otherwise people would, like, say stuff about it. Or people Do people say stuff about it? Yeah, I think so. Wait. Oh, wait, no. So Esme is um, 26. So they met at when she was, like, 16. And he was 23. Hmm. Don't like that. And he never forgot about her, huh? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it's suggested that, like, she's obsessed with him and then he, like, grows to love her, which is slightly yeah. more acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Still, ugh, can we not? Can we make everyone be consenting adults, please? Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, beyond that part, I did quite like it that basically um, Esme being overwhelmed by him and, and loving him mm-hmm. made Carlisle realise that he was a person worth loving, mm-hmm. which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we like that. Maybe go to a therapist for that yeah. and not a woman. Yeah, 100%. But, um, that's okay. 
I think it's 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 going to be paralleled in Edward basically oh, sure. at some yeah. point. I also didn't super like that Carlisle and Edward saw each other as father and son even before he died. Did he not have parents? Who? Um, Edward. Edward. Edward's mum died like next to him, right? And Edward didn't really have a dad. Yeah. Yeah. I... Oh, okay. Well, okay then. Oh, he's got daddy issues. He does. Oh, I think so. Bless. Okay. That's explainable then, because I was a bit confused, because I was like, did he not have parents up until very recently? But maybe his dad did leave. His father provided Edward with many advantages as a successful lawyer, blah, 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 but they were emotionally distant due to his busy career. <laughs> okay. So, uh, basically, have a relationship with your kids, fellas, because otherwise the first handsome vampire man they meet, they're going to be like, oh my god, that's my dad. Yeah, yeah, basically, Edward's dad is, like, fine and about as far as I'm concerned. I can't remember if he died before mm. they both died of the flu i can't really remember the end of his story yeah. but we know that he was like emotionally distant well he just says that they died a long time ago i would assume that he wouldn't just turn him when he still had a living parent that would be a bit messed up <laughs> he's like i love this tiny child i will collect him for esme <laughs> <laughs> esme who is currently mm, like 20 ish uh, Twilight is one of those things that you don't think you'll have to keep looking up the timeline of, but every now and again I'm like, wait, which order did this happen in? You really do. So then Edward has a whole thing about how much he loves Carlisle, and it's like, oh, and loving Carlisle came so naturally because he was just so nice and kind and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, do you want to tell us again how you're a monster that can't love everything again, please? I know, he's like, but what, what, how could I ever love again? And I'm like, because Carlisle has, you've already done that, and that's happened to all of your siblings and parents. Bro, <laughs> come on. Every single time. So, do you want to talk about the creepy bit? Ah, oh, fine. First things first, I would like to say, I like that Bella doesn't yes. take his nonsense. As much as I think, like, mm -hmm. culture makes out Bella too. The whole time, like, Bella does go along with it, but you have to remember that Bella has just fainted and is not feeling well. And so she's mm -hmm. like, fine, I will come with you. But basically, um, Edward is a big old creep in this chapter. Uh, yeah, um, also there's the return of Miss Cope, which I love. Yeah, don't like her either. I just really hate that it's included. And the reason why Miss Cope is included in this chapter is because Edward hears her heart racing and it's like, oh my goodness, could it be that Bella's attracted to mm -hmm. me? Is that why she blushes and her heart races every time she sees me? And I'm like, good lord, boy. Like, yeah. The lack Stupid. of brain. Truly, there is one P ping-ponging around in his mm -hmm. brain. <laughs> Just, and it's like a dead cell, like, hello, will I live again? <laughs> yeah, it's like a DVD and every time it hits the side of his skull, he gets a burst of, will I ever be accepted for who I am? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're not reading along with us, basically, in this chapter, Edward is like, he takes over for Bella when she faints and stuff. He comes and like picks her mm. up from Mike Newton even though she's like, bro, put me down. Um, mm. Picks her to the nurse and like, then forcibly drives her home. Like, mm. and he like has a panic about it. I'll read you one of his lines. He says, um, after he like basically makes her get in the car and is like, no, I'm taking you home. No, I'm taking mm -hmm. you home. And she's like, bro, I can drive myself. Um, mm -hmm. He's like, was my behavior entirely offside? I thought I was teasing that I was acting like the average besotted teenage boy. But what if I'd gotten it wrong? Did she feel coerced? I realised she had reason to. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> like, I think that's one of the things that I do 
really like about Edward is that he has these like big inner worries, um, but he actually doesn't do anything about it. Like he'll have a moral thought and mm-hmm. then it's like, well, never mind. Don't have to get back mm-hmm. to forcing Bella into my car. I just like yes, Bella did probably need to be driven home. Not gonna lie, she has recently fainted, but yeah, it's still not cool like, for him to like basically. You're not her dad. Her car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. she could have called her dad. Watch what the yeah. school should have done is call her dad, basically. Yeah. But she, he goes to the office and is like, Bella needs to be excused from gym. And she's like, oh, do you need to be excused from gym too? And he's like, nah, I'm just going to ditch. And I'm like, bro, you could easily just say, yeah, me too. <laughs> he's just being annoying on purpose. Yeah, but his explanation is basically, no, the PE teacher likes me. So they wouldn't even <laughs> care if I'm not there. And I'm like, oh, I know. okay. I mean, my teacher's like me and they probably would have cared <laughs> yeah. if I wasn't And then uh, later on, when he drives her back to the house, uh, he's like, are you frightened of me? Like, while she's driving in a car with him at high speed. Like, dude, come on, you're so scary. <gasps> and he, she's like, no, and he's like, she was lying. And I'm like, it's yeah, because so that in itself is being creepy. If I was in a car with any lads, supernatural or not, and they were like, yeah, I'm exactly. afraid right now, I'd be like, cool, I want to die here. Mm-hmm. Edward, you went round and stalked all those creepy men and killed them, you know what they do. <laughs> yeah, and then he does this whole creepy thing where he, she's like, oh, I mean, my mum married someone younger than her, but, you know, he makes her happy, so I'm not that bothered. And Because Edward is yeah. like, do you approve of your mother's paramour? And I'm like, God, leave it alone. Like, that's incredibly invasive, anyway. <laughs> He's like, oh, she was clearly abused, like... Clearly, she had to be the parent. Mm. And she's just like, yeah, like, my mom's a bit carefree, so I did maybe grow up a bit faster than I yeah. needed to. And he's like, how dare she right? have a life as well, that wench. A mother only she mm. must be. Every time <laughs> Edward describes Bella talking about Rene, mm-hmm. it's really weird because he's like, she took on the tone of a parent and not a child. And I'm like, can you please stop doing that? Because actually Bella and her mum, they don't have an unhealthy relationship. And I really hate that it's being no. portrayed that they have this super unhealthy relationship where... Bella's mum is completely dependent on her because she's not. Well, Edward just hates anyone having a relationship with Bella, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He just wants... And I don't think it's necessarily coming across like that. Like, some stuff, it comes across like, oh, this is Edward having, like, an annoying moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very clear in the way that it's, like, written yeah. everything that it's, like... Yeah, no, no one is no one is good for Bella apart from Edward. And it's like, well, it's okay if he thinks that, and it's clear that that's mm-hmm. wrong. But it's just coming across like, yeah, everyone yeah. is bad other than Bella like and me. But yeah, and then he's like, yeah. would your mother <laughs> extend the same courtesy, I wonder? And I'm like, it is completely not the same thing for your mum to marry a consenting no. adult who happens to be younger than her, disapproving of your child going out with someone a lot older than them. That old, murderous, vampire boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, old, murderous vampire. And obviously, if you know in context, Renee actually really loves Edward because she can tell how devoted he is to Bella. And that's mm-hmm. really nice. However, and it's so stupid that he's like, would she extend the same courtesy? And I'm like, dude, to everyone else you look like a 17-year-old boy. Why would she care about her going out with you? I know. Like, the most Rene does is like, he's a bit intense. Why did he fly out here with you? Yeah. Like, she's right? like, you were fine to come by your own right. Why does he, like, follow you everywhere? Mm. And Bella's like, yeah, I'm sorry. He's just like that. <laughs> yeah. But she's not that concerned. She's basically like, okay, I mean, he's a little intense. But to Rene, she's like, well, I mean, it's the first boyfriend and girlfriend probably everyone is a bit intense with their first boyfriend and girlfriend because you know you're you're learning how to do the dating thing and that's okay um but then they get married no one's bothered by it except charlie because he's a king i love charlie so much i just but yeah so 
he kind of interrogates her basically the whole way home and then he smells her keys yeah cool and normal thing to do which i hated i also i don't really enjoy the thing where like basically according to the twilight universe anything i touch has my scent on it now it makes me feel very uncomfortable and I no don't know why. i don't like that at all <laughs> I don't like it. I really don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that he can like smell her keys. He's just being weird. That's gross. Why does it all strange. Smell of metal, right? And I will mm-hmm. say, I don't like the smell of metal no. that much. <laughs> He's just being a little weirdo, right, isn't he? It reminds me of blood. And I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. But I will say, if you've read Twilight, you do know that at this point, Bella is sniffing the hell out of his jacket at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> like she spends the whole drive home being like. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. We love that. Well, at least she gets it back. Yeah, I mean, both of them are all weirdos, I think we can glean from this. But in this chapter, we find out something truly groundbreaking. A true revelation. Mm -hmm. We know what Edward's calming CD is. I was gonna say this, I wanted to bring this up before we finished. I was right, baby. I was right, it's the boozy, baby. I'm sad, it's not like a bug. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to you. No, I love it. I literally, when I was writing my notes, I wrote in capitals, we have the canon CD and I was right. (laughs) I know, we have the canon CD. He just sits in his car, like, piano miming the keys. And I don't know about you, but that's a big ick for me. Don't like that. Makes me feel a bit sick. Okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's so, I love that it's like to classical music. Like, you can get away with it if it's like a guitar beat or like a drum beat. Like, fine. Like... <laughs> but it's the fact that he's doing it to Debussy. <laughs> he's like classically playing piano with his eyes closed in his car with no one, like everyone walking around. It's so ridiculous. Like, if you're just jamming out, fair enough, but just mm. sat in your car yeah. with your eyes closed in the middle of class, like tapping out Debussy notes, this makes me giggle. It's such an ick. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, it mm-hmm. just, I, you get the feeling that people think that they look kind of cool when they're doing it, and I can kind of imagine that. We all think mm-hmm. we're the main character, you know, and we all want to be that indeed yeah. boy or girl or non-binary person, but unfortunately, you are not. Alas, I'm so sorry. Just imagine being anyone else in Fox yeah. High School, and you walk outside, and this teen boy is sat in his car, blasting some classical music, and tapping on his, like dashboard with his eyes closed and like vibing in the middle of the day like if mike came out and looked over before he noticed like the blood what does mike think it's so stupid (laughs) mike thinks that edward's pretty so i don't know maybe he'd appreciate it true true oh my god true true (laughs) you know that there's gonna be like a fan fiction where like edward's doing that on a table and someone is like outrageously attracted to it you know obviously I just love that he's alone in his car. Like, he's not showing off for anyone. He's just there vibing. Yeah. You know that he's got, like, it bass boosted as well, so it's, like, just obnoxiously loud. That bass boosted piano. Claire de Lune, let's go, baby, let's go. Claire de Lune. (laughs) I would love to um, introduce um, Edward to... um, a lot of the WAP remixes. Oh, like the for sure. Classical music. For sure. That Someone has made it um, with the uh, the wettest place in the continental US. Someone's made an audio oh, yes. with that over WAP, and I love it. It's it is incredible. Katie did send that to me earlier today, and I just wow. Maybe it's we'll make some promo else. content with that one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Tell us if you'd like to see it. Follow our TikTok and Instagram. We need to. We need to stop. But yeah, if there's, you know what, 
Yeah, I'll put it out there. If you follow us on TikTok and you see an audio that you truly want to see your gals perform <laughs> to, send it our way. We'll, we'll see what we can do there, pal. We'll make you some nonsense. <laughs> We're both in full-time jobs and then we do this as our, like, second fun hobby that takes up most of our time. Job. As an accountant. <laughs> I have I'm a full-time job using TikTok. <laughs> using TikTok. Basically. All right, should we do highlights and lowlights? Sure. Uh, my highlight was the CD. <laughs> I was mm, going to save good. it to the end, but we got into it early. I love it. I love that he's fully doing a full ick, sitting yeah. in his car, like, yeah. tapping along, looking stupid. Just drive away, bro. Why are you sat outside? Yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to go to gym. I don't, like, think he's going to second yeah. period. Just leave, bro. Go home. I know. Get a milkshake. I don't know. Yeah. What if the school teachers are, like about and they come outside for a smoke break and they just see you like what's your plan there yeah but here's the thing there is always that one kid at any school and edward's just that kid edward's the jughead jones and that's okay (laughs) he is my personal highlight was my quote Mm -hmm. i love the fact that mike thinks edward's pretty and i'm gonna carry on bringing it up for the rest of my life a couple weeks ago we had charlie as the soulmate now we have edward's the soulmate Mm. we love to see it (laughs) yeah so edward has been canonically assigned pretty by mike newton we love that (laughs) alpha chad mike newton (laughs) (laughs) uh, no mike newton's 100 percent on the incel forums to no, he's not. He's not on there yet, but if, if high school yeah. doesn't go his way, he's gonna get there. <laughs> yeah, I think he is like maybe three to four Ben Shapiro videos away from being radicalised. Oh my god, crikey. I yeah, know. Full incel. <laughs> what was your low light speaking of Ben Shapiro? Uh, ben Shapiro is always a low light. Uh, my low light was all of the creepy stuff. Like, I get that it has to be in there at this point because it was in Twilight and you have to give some kind of maybe i'm like giving stephanie Meyer more credit and being like maybe mm. she didn't want to put it in like she is trying to rationalize it in the best way like he's being like oh i'm being creepy am i coercing her but like yeah you're still doing it i'm not yeah. enjoying myself take yeah. me to the meadow please i don't like this bit <laughs> exactly yeah so my low light similarly it, it was the return of mrs cope i don't need to keep mm-hmm. being reminded that there are full-grown women in this that fancy a 17 year old that's yeah I don't need that. Mm-mm. So yeah, that's that's my low light for the for this chapter. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, hopefully next week more stuff will happen. Always praying for more stuff. I know. I always just want stuff to happen. We're only we're only two chapters I think away from Port Angeles, which is mm. stuff happens there. Um. So yeah, that was chapter six, Blood Type. Join us next week mm. for chapter seven, Melody. Not sure what Ooh. that will be. Exactly. Is he gonna write his his Bella song? <gasps> is he gonna write the Bella song? Aww. It's it's a bit early for that, right? But no, but he plays it for her when he goes to his house. So he can't be just like improving the Bella song. Oh, true, mm. true. Oh, exciting! <laughs> I hope it's that. I want to see some more interior colour house, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so this has been Midnight Fun. I've been Liv. I've been Katie. If you want to hear any more from us, follow us on our socials. We're Midnight Fun Pod on uh, TikTok and Instagram or midnightfunpod at gmail.com. If you want to share something with us, give us your review of the chapter, say something you'd like us to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. We would. Have a great afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening. And goodbye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. 
All these expressed to their own. And remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends.